Right. Okay. Edward, is everything cleared off your desk? Uh, you have any clicky pens or animals running around or? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think in one of the descriptions, I, I, I one of the episode descriptions, I literally say, uh, Ed decided to let his dog run around the <laughs> room in this recording. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the one that we we recorded together. Oh <laughs> I yeah, I did. I did like that one. Oh, you two recorded together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little little woof. No, there's another one as well. Well, I remember seeing that laughing. I was like, yeah. Little fucker. But no, I only have <laughs> my beer and my dice. And my dice. So you need, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign, Impossible Landscapes, by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich, and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero, and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. So we're back in the Dorchester, and it's night time, and shit's popping off. Um, I'm not doing a recap. If you can't remember what happened last week, fuck you, it's your own fault. <laughs> I'm feel, feeling punchy right off the bat, insulting our, insulting our one listener. Oh, Jake, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you ran around the Dorchester, uh, nasty things were happening, and you finally ran into uh, Ed Whist, or so it seems. Because uh, he introduced himself as Mr. Wild, a name that you've heard around Dorchester this evening. He spots you in the corridor, and he says, I heard you were looking for me. I'm Mr. Wild. But you're Mr. Whist, aren't you? No, oh, Mr. Wild. Um, Nero looks at Gonzo like, so this is Mr. Wild, yeah? I'm just going to, like, open jaw, confused, stare back at you, but uh, shrug emoji and position myself. <laughs> well, um, Mr. Wild, well, yeah, we, um, I suppose we have been looking for you, um, we're trying to get out, and we're trying to find our friends. I was, we're hoping that you might be able to to help us. Oh yeah, who are you looking for? And he re- recites the name of the three agents that he uh, missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, trying to get out, are we? That's right. Well, I can uh, I can help you with getting out. Okay. What but about not, the uh, yeah? What about <laughs> our friends? Have you you not come across anyone by those names? I can't say that I have. Okay. But if I uh, if you wanna if you want out of here, well, first you gotta do something for me. That seems like uh, the sort of thing I'd expect you to say. Go on. <laughs> uh, and as you're talking, 
a woman a woman approaches you in the corridor, approaches you you three, and you recognise her as Dottie Yale. Sorry, Dottie, I'm married. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. <laughs> she approaches well. She approaches you. She approaches. She actually approaches Mr. Wild. Um, as as you're having this conversation with him, and you know Dottie from being in the Dorchester uh, during the day. She was the woman who thought she could talk to dead people through radios and phones. Oh. And she approaches. She approaches Mr. Wild, and as he's talking, and she like gently touches him on the elbow, and he goes, "What is it, Daddy?" She goes, oh, 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 sorry, and she, she leans in and she asks a, a whispered question. And Mr. Wild pulls out a little red notebook. Ooh. And, and writes something down while he's sucking through his teeth like, Okay, Daddy, I can do it for you, but uh, you gotta snatch up one of Vorz's little gold statues. You know, the one she throws up? And then you gotta place it at the library door, Okay. And she, um, she says, I, 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 I accept, I'll, I'll do it. And then she takes off back down the corridor. And Mr. Wilde watches her go and then turns back round to you and shrugs a little bit and says, ah, poor lost souls always trying to get closer to the court and the king and the bottles, eh? But where were we? Oh, you want to get out, huh? Kind of. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> It's a yes or no. I mean, yeah, why not? So, I'm just going to lean in quickly mid-sentence. Did he just say the the statues that someone throws up, by the way? (laughs) Do you hear that? Uh, 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 Did you say that Vols throws up the the nurse, Nurse Vols, Ulrika Vols? Yep, it's the one. Didn't she smell like sick earlier? Um, hey, you tell me, buddy. Anyway. What is she throwing up? Well, gold statues. <laughs> oh, yeah, but... Hey, 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 sorry. As you were saying, Wes? Strange. Strange, innit? It's almost like lots of strange things are happening around here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess say this that, is like a bit of an odd place. We're going to be equally shocked by each one and then take a long time to make decisions. <laughs> right, tell us what you need from us then to get out of this crazy place. You uh, you want to get out, you gotta, you got to talk to Bale. King Bale. And I can... Uh, hey, I can take you there, but I... Uh, what I want is... Um, it's in Mr. Friend's office. See, in the drawer there, it's a watch. I want you to bring it to me. Special watch. Go through the library. You'll get there. You already know the way. And watch out for the kitty, though. Huh? He winks at you. Oh, fuck. Jesus. Looks at each of you in the eye. And can you both roll sanity for me? Heh, <laughs> Four under. 57 over. Okay. Agent Gonzo, when he looks at you in the eye, you know, you can see in your mind's eye the exact path you have to take to get to the library. Okay. What twisting, what twisting hallways you have to go down, what staircases you have to go up, etc. You know, just like that. Very concerned if that's what I got for a fail, but yep, that's fine. <laughs> ah, 
Sometimes a pass isn't always a good thing. Oh, hello. Um, hello. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna look over at Nero. I think I think I know the way to this place. If you just want to get on with it. Well, I'd like to um, I'd like to ask Mr. Wild a few more things. Um, specifically, if uh, the only way to to delve deeper into this place is to take this not Melonia, the yeah Melonia. I'll be frank, Mr. Wild. Um, I am interested in this court, and I think that, and he's sort of saying this now. Ignoring all of Gonzo's concerns, uh, I have a feeling that perhaps our three friends uh, have been taken deeper or delved deeper to be part of this player and part of this court. And uh, I was wondering what you know of it. Oh, further on down the road, huh? On Carcosa. You want to get there? Well, I'd like to save these people if I can. Well, you know what they say. Nothing's true except out is through. Look, you can't get to Carcosa from here. This is why all these people are trapped here. Like little flies in a web. But, uh, you do this thing for me, you get the watch, I'll take you to bail, he'll answer all the questions you have, I promise. This bail, is he... The king in yellow? <laughs> no, no. No. No, Gonzo, uh, if, if I'm putting two and two together, uh, I imagine we might have met Bale. He might have... He might be Tim Bale. You know, that, all those years ago at the McAllister. Nope. No? Tim Bale is a patient <laughs> in, the Dorca- in the Dorchester during the, during the day. <laughs> Isn't there a, a, pa- a painting, a painting <laughs> there, yeah, of him? Yes, there is. There is the painting of him. You're right. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. basement there was the painting of of, of Timothy Bale uh, looking into a mirror and a like a deformed reflection looking back at him. Yeah, he's gonna get absolutely fucked You're up. Kind of right. Yeah, but looking at a painting of someone, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you've met them. <laughs> but look, did, didn't we meet? Didn't we I've meet? I met the them? king. I've met the queen. <laughs> we we met. We met. Timothy Bale, not King Bale. No, yeah, you met Tim Bale in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That version of him, so to speak. <clears throat> yes. I don't know, I have to have some water. Doing Mr. Wild's voice is fucking killing me. <coughs> it's a great voice, though, to be fair. Oh, as a method acting, he has to smoke 50 a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not anymore. I swear to God, if you start shooting up to get the character, we're going to... Anyway... So yeah, he says yeah. Um, it's soon, uh, it's soon time to walk across the stage, huh? Ooh. But Bale, Bale knows more, and Bale can, Bale can help you out. This, this is a, a dead end for people like you. Well, yeah, we we don't want to be like um, uh, Leyland, you know, stuck here for fifty odd years, and and I can only assume that his body's dead and his man trapped here because he said he died. Well, 1982. Guns all lead the way. We gotta get this watch. Oh, Wild. What? What can you tell us about friend? You say about watch. Watch out for the kitty. But we've not. With this doctor, doctor friend, we've we've heard he's not 
someone to be trifled with. Uh, yeah, Dr. Fran, he runs the hospital at night. Just watch out for him, he's a bit of a sadist. Not a nice fella. So yeah, do we go? We just, you lead the way? I'm assuming that this kitty is the paper kitty we, we met in season three as well. That's just a fair assumption. Yeah, I, this is 100% the same cat. Although, <laughs> as we as we walk, I'm just going to lean over like, look, you realise that the people we're looking for, they're down, they're down there. They're already down there. Your vision came true. And my vision, you know, we were, we were talking to them. Well, you know, screaming and murdering with them. And uh, we got asked to go on stage. So those guys are down there. I'm just letting you know that if you're serious about saving them and, uh, you know, you're acting a bit, what's the last way I'm saying, junkie-like for the, for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, do we just have to let them go? We just, just assume that maybe they're gone already and we could just try and free ourselves of this place? Ellie just walks in silence for a good few minutes <clears throat> and uh, eventually just says like let, let, let's, um, let's speak to King Bale he, he might know more I, I appreciate what you're saying that they might have gone the way that Abigail Wright did that we, we can't save them maybe they choose to went, choose to go and you know we, we meet Whitware and his future and our past and we know he dies I don't know if we can stop that but or at least he goes under it all depends on can we make more of a difference by going through or if we leave back to our reality can we do anything there other than burning, burning down the house ah uh, arson sweet arson no um, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna like, give you the nod like he's agreeing with you but straight up, he is, uh, he's giving you the, the stink eye. He's like, oof, this guy's in deep. Is he in too deep? Mm. Uh... Look, we've got the Dorchester. We've got Barbus's house. We've got Pellerin's old else. We've got the... Um, we've got Samagina's house. What was the, uh, the McAllister building? God knows how many um, ways there are in. This won't be the last one. We could set the whole country alight, it doesn't matter. They'll find a way. <laughs> and he, he stops and says, No, we can't we can't burn down every house. I know, <laughs> I know that's what you want to do. It's like laughing to himself. Solved all our problems so far. No, um, he's gonna nod. He's gonna nod. But at the same time, keep that stink on. Passing down the corridor, you hear a commotion to your left. It looks like um it's coming from a door with a with a rather large window on it. Uh, okay, what do what do we see? Just as we're walking by, if it's worth stopping for. Are you looking in? Oh, <laughs> maybe th- yes. Uh, Nero is. You look in Nero, and you see several mannequins on strings, dressed in black, seemingly furiously preparing a room. It's a patient's room, but it's obviously like a prop set. The walls are thin card, the bed and restraints are a cheap balsa wood production. One mannequin has a paintbrush and is painting in red paint on the wall. Abigail Wright has gone too. And as soon as you look in, 
The mannequins all turn around to look at you in unison, stare at you for a brief second, before being zipped up hit the air into darkness, and the paintbrush clatters to the floor. <sighs> Can you roll sanity for me, please? I'm so glad you looked in there and not me. <laughs> 14 under. <laughs> uh, okay, very good. What are these dice? Are they fucking loaded? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were. <laughs> Because I guarantee the next three sand rolls will be 99, 99, <laughs> 99. Still got plenty of bonds to project, aren't they? Oh, yeah, plenty, mate. <laughs> Mr. Popular. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Mr. loves popular. me. Everyone loves Nero, don't they? As we continue walking, he sort of vaguely describes what he saw. Is that the night rooms imitating life or life imitating night rooms, eh? Uh, maybe it's a dress rehearsal for. What might happen again, or yeah, that that's what they did to the uh, the cell in the daytime. Who knows? Gonzo, you're leading the way, and you go up a, a circular wrought iron staircase that you definitely didn't see in the hospital before, up to a new floor. And as I said, you just know where to go. You open a door and start down another hospital corridor when, from up above you, a trapdoor-like contraption opens up and a medical gurney lowers to the floor from the ceiling with a loud, repetitive mechanical clicking. Ooh. A man is restrained on the bed and he is obviously panicked, repeating, no mask, no mask, no mask, no mask, over and over. The gurney descends to the floor and stops. And the man on the medical gurney is Michael Whitwer. Okay. Agent Vega. And he's just kind of like, no mask, no mask. I, I'm going to move over to him and put my hands on his shoulders as he's restrained and just shake him. I'm like, hey, you in there? Can you hear me? Okay, Nero, you doing anything? Um, he is going to inspect the contraption to see if it's like, I don't know, he's just fascinated by the fact that that was, that could potentially have been our past. Like, is there any light that beamed up? Because he remembers what he saw. Yes. Maybe he can't forget it. Not not that you can see. It's almost like, it's almost like chains. It's descended on chains, right? Yeah. Down to the floor, um, and yes, looking up, you can't really see, you can't really see anything. It's just blackness. Yeah, Nero, you're just going to shake him and say, "Are you in there?" Yeah, I'm just going to give him a good old wiggle. Okay, uh, he doesn't respond. No mask, no mask, no mask, no mask. At this point, realizing that, well, not realizing, but maybe assuming that this might not be it, and you know, he's just witnessed some mannequins performing something that he has seen um he's can he can he inspect the person touch him maybe re- try and see if there's a mask Ooh. to remove he oh yeah you can... he, he doesn't believe that it's michael Whitworth. right yeah yeah you can definitely you can definitely t- touch him give his face a little rub um <laughs> it, it is a it is a person uh, and it's not a mask michael michael Whitworth. <sighs> tell you what george roll Psychotherapy or medicine at a plus 20. Finally. (laughs) I was just like, Ed, 
You just want to shake him. Yeah, Maybe shake. say his name or... No, just okay. shake him repeatedly. <laughs> just shake him. Get a grip, man. Six. <clears throat> 68 over. Oh, no. Do you want to give it a go, Ed? I mean, go on then. <laughs> Please. Oh, hell yeah. We're, t- we're 20%. 19. Yeah, plus 20. Uh, oh, wait, that doesn't help. <laughs> Nineteen still over. Nineteen. Nineteen. I've got ten on psychotherapy. Yeah. What about, what about medicine? Oh, plus twenty percent. I was plus thinking twenty percent. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah. This happens every time I give you a twenty plus twenty percent. I, <laughs> I just think of like plus twenty percent of ten. I'm like, oh, plus two. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah. You can add. You think of it this way. You can add twenty to the roll. There you go. Oh, thank you. It's very long, long week. Uh, Nineteen under. Cut everything else out. There okay. Upon mentioning his name, and you know, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's like the scene from Airplane where you're just like shaking him and then slapping <laughs> him, and then the next person in line <laughs> shakes him and slaps him. <laughs> Some life seems to come to his eyes, and he he, he kind of looks at you and goes, Michael Whitworth, who are you? <laughs> I'm Michael Whitworth. Well, you're a you? fucking nightmare. Oh, Jesus. We were both went to dark places. What are you saying? <laughs> um, Michael, my name is Agent Nero. Is it, we're here to rescue you. Where are you from? Who sent you? We don't know who who sent us. We think we might be compromised. All we know is you that you're here and you, you, you can't be. We need to get... I'll lean in and say yes. We're, we're operatives working alongside your team. You're with, you're with the section? Have you seen R- Ricardo? We met Ricardo around 20 years ago. I've not seen him since. But we know that he's, he's in this place. And so is Roberta. R- Roberta's dead. I killed her. Oh. oh. Sorry. What uh, happened? Internal awe. <laughs> we were... We were sent to investigate uh, such Elias Barbas after he exhibited such strange behaviour. We based ourselves out of the Boxer Hotel, uh, tailed Barbas to a restaurant and broke into his car and, and seized a file we had there. But the, the file, something's something's wrong with it. It, it, it infects things mentally, physically. It, it bleeds into other texts. We decided to raid Barbas's house and take care of it all but that night Roberta broke after something in the wall of the, appeared in the wall of the hotel room at a window she went in and she came back out crazed we had to kill her and when we went to Barbara's house we were ambushed and captured by the Dorchester staff I woke up here and we trapped her ever since have you spoken to Ophelia is she okay no no we haven't we 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 thought it best not to and and we forgot to uh, <laughs> to, uh, to to involve her. We, we didn't want those who we didn't know who was involved. We didn't want to compromise anyone else. Um, rest assured that we have uh, we destroyed that machine at Barbus's house. Where is he now? Uh, we we don't know. Um, Shink. Click, 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 click. Gurney, once again, rises back up into the ceiling. And 
Rick was going, no, no, no. Can I grab it? Can I grab the gurney? You can grab onto the gurney, yes. Yeah, roll your athletics. Oh, no, it is good. 15 under. 15 under? Yeah. I don't think that's going to help. Yeah, it's still going on. And the hole that it came out of is too small to take both of you with it. If you hold on, you're going to break both your hands as it, it just as it retracts back up into the ceiling. Oh, fine. Or you're going to take some serious I'll, uh, damage. I'll let go. I'll let go and use my cat-like athletics. <laughs> like athletics to land really cool and do a roll. You drop down as the gurney finally retracts into the ceiling. Um, and Agent Nero, you watch as this happens. The gurney retracts up into the darkness and then looking down at you from 20 years ago is yourself before the trapdoors close. Can you vote for our sanity for me, please? Shit me. There we go. 51 over. 92 over. 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 Just going to write something down there. We can't leave this place because I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume if we wait long enough, the gear mechanics will mean that he comes back down in three, four yeah. days. We decide to wait here. Yeah. Do we need food in this place? Yeah, let's, let's, let's wait this out. Uh, that is a genuine, that's a fair question. Uh, do we feel the effects of hunger and... Nope. I suppose like time doesn't pass, yeah, nothing, none, none of that happens. You haven't felt hungry, um, no, not at all, um, which is very bizarre. We don't feel fatigued or tired or anything like that? No, feel a sense of overwhelming dread. Um, it yeah, always feels tired, like, it's, it's just feels like it's been very late. You haven't noticed the passing of time. Um, can you both for sanity for me, please? Oh, I feel like we brought that one up on ourselves. <laughs> Sometimes you just yeah. do. Sometimes you realise yeah. things like, oh, I haven't felt hungry, and oh, the time hasn't passed. <laughs> 63 over. On the okay. money, 30. Oh, yeah. You're not far from the library. Silver, silver lining. I suppose we're only looking for two more people, and we know where one of them is stuck. I mean... That is the optimistic way of looking at that horrible event we just witnessed. So yes, I'll take that. <laughs> well, Roberta's dead. Yeah, and I was there when he killed her. Well, well, in my vision, I saw yeah. that event happen. You saw it happen in a dream. Yeah. I think I saw myself when I, as you fell, or dropped a. Uh, I thought I saw a very handsome <laughs> middle-aged man looking down at me. How was your arm? Was it still functioning? <laughs> it was still functioning and he had a decent head of hair. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a dreamboat. But I, d I don't remember seeing myself. I just, just remember eyes back then. But I suppose if I if I focus, maybe I did see myself, but everything's sort of linking together. You, you better lead on, mate. I'll nod. 
I'll give you a little pat on your shoulder. You finally turn one last corner and come to a grand set of red doors with huge brass handles. And sitting uh, on the floor, just in front of these big, huge red doors, is a tiny little gold statue uh, of a rabbit. Oh, it's been puked up by bloody vores. Smells Does a bit like look... sick, though. I've got to say, it's a look sticky. No, it's clean, but it smells a bit. Is there an appraised value, and can we take it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only very small. It's probably only worth twenty pounds or something. L- like a lint, like a lint chocolate, but gold. No, no, even smaller oh. than that. Even smaller. Oh, you were lint, size what, like a lint turtle. chocolate bunny. That'd Imagine be throwing massive. that up. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Looking up and seeing myself in the past and people losing their minds. Oh, that's out of the ordinary. But oh, god! Imagine throwing up. Jordan, there's got to be some realism about it. God, yeah. yeah. That's what the Some physics. <laughs> I'm gonna go over and pick up the tiny rabbit. I'm gonna rub it on my gown to try and get rid of the stink. That's all it. Okay, well, now you just smell a little bit like sick. <laughs> but I've got a nice gold, gold souvenir. You do got a nice little gold, gold souvenir, yeah. It's a nice yeah. Great, the cat, will, the cat will find us now. <laughs> we can try and bribe him with your lint-sized buddy. Oh, that's true. Is this it? Is this the library? Yes. I say confidently, thinking the handler knows if it is not. <laughs> it feels like it is the library, yeah. Yeah. You follow the directions that are in your head. I'm just going to look at you, but I think so. This feels, this feels like it. Have we, um, have we got to be careful? That cat. Last time, there was a lot of noise that set it off. Maybe we just sneak around, just be quiet, and just try and get through here as quick as possible. Yeah, that's not stopping any clearings, and um, who knows? Robert Robertson will, um, will help us. The cat was paper, right? It was. It, was, it, it also looked like, like paper mache. Yeah. yeah. Keep your eyes and ears open for the sound of paper. <laughs> Robert Roberts had a bookshop, not a library. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry. I'm very. I was. Uh, my mind tricked me. I just remember because Ed stole a book. <laughs> I yes. did steal a book. <laughs> criminal as well as, you know, everything else. Um, <laughs> Got an arrow steps forward and opens the two red doors. And you just, you, you said you're just going to kind of go as quickly as you, sorry, as quietly as you can. Quietly and quickly as possible. Just quietly to get and quickly. to uh, Mr. Dr. Friend's office. Office. Cool. So you both get in. First off, let's have, first, a stealth roll for both of you, please. Oof. I know you're both real good at stealth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking great. 81 <laughs> over. <laughs> 55 over. Oh, that's a critical fail. Fantastic. I think it's over here. <laughs> no, he immediately comes in and like knocks over a big pile of like, <laughs> drums that are by the door. <laughs> you and your goddamn arm. <laughs> <laughs> fall into a symbol factory. <laughs> you get in. 
And the library is an endless, sprawling complex of mahogany bookshelves, hallways and raised walkways. There are no windows, only door upon door leading to inner chambers and reading rooms. These reading rooms open onto impossible vistas of galleries, stairs and walkways that seem to continue forever. The shelves are more often than not filled with exotic books and bizarre languages. Some areas of the library are in disrepair, wrecked by water damage, where plaster ceilings collapsed and books are bloated with water-like over... Sorry, books are bloated like water over... Oh my god. <laughs> I'm giving up. I retire. See you later, boys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for doing the podcast. I'm going now. Yeah. Looks like we won. The end. <laughs> <laughs> we killed the king in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if it turns out to be you the whole time. <laughs> and books are bloated with water like overfed leeches. Strange metal slot tracks run along the ceiling. You kind of get in and realise that you don't really know the way. Can I get a sanity roll from both of you, please? Oh. I didn't know the way oh. in, the, in the first place. <laughs> Seven under. You fucking dice, dude. They're, fuck, they're awesome. Um, 56 over. Okay. Ed, you get a strong feeling of the direction you need to head in. Head in. Okay. Shocked, but not not angry. At this library, it doesn't feel feel like Vanessa Van Fitz's private library at all. Completely different feel to it. Um... No, I mean, there's similarities, definitely. Ooh. Okay. Whereas that was that was quite small. Yeah. That was that was almost like a room. Mm-hmm. This is this is a, a much more grander, uh, a affair. much bigger room. Yeah, mm-hmm. grander affair, exactly. I'm gonna what give it a little. Know? It's this way. Pretty sure we just need to go and then like, explain some directions. Kamira's like, what? <laughs> yeah, come again. <laughs> cool, you set off through bookshelves, up onto walkways, through reading rooms, um, and sometimes bounding figures whose feet don't appear to fully touch the ground are seen in the distance, shadowed and not quite right. But otherwise, the library seems to be completely vacant of people, whereas you were kind of running into people willy-nilly at Dorchester. This seems to be completely abandoned. Um, some areas seem to have been lived in for long periods. You often come across debris like old food tins or empty bottles of alcohol and the remains of uh, books burnt for warmth, little fires. Uh, rat-like bones can sometimes be found near these campsites. Hmm. Why well, do people need to eat and drink if we don't feel the need to? Although I am definitely going to try and suck this last drop out of one of those bottles of booze. <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet liquor <laughs> oh yeah oh. yeah it's a good idea I, although you don't really you don't really feel the pressing need to fulfil your um, okay to f- I'm cured alcoholism I guess Man. well I wouldn't say that brother um, it's a pretty fucking cool place can I get you um you walk for what seems like a while before you get to a fork in the road, uh, and you're not really sure which way to go. Can I have another sanity roll for you, please? Whichever way smells better, eh? 89 yeah. over. 75 hey. over. Oh. You both know um, you need to go right. 
I would have been so pissed off if you said, one of you thinks left, one of you thinks right. <laughs> one of you always lies, and one of you always tells <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> um, the lighting in the library seems to grow and shrink in intensity over long periods of time, always mimicking night and day. There are no obvious light sources. The light seems to kind of bleed from the walls itself. It's kind of growing darker. Sounds are echoing through the halls. Passing through a dimly lit reading room, you come out to a yet another row of bookshelves. And following this down spits you out into a, a small clearing. Tall bookshelves still surround you, but in the small clearing, a gruesome and familiar sight awaits you. On the floor, surrounded by and sitting in a bed of books, lies the corpse of Michelle Van Fitz, her head still caved in from Nero's stomp. Oh... There's your handy I remember work. that. I remember that differently. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> she was like that when we met in the room. That's why. That's what I remember. Right. Yeah. It's Twenty years ago, I think you're. Uh, I think you might have gotten away with it. Apart from that, the scene almost looks peaceful. Van Fitz sports a small smirk. Can I get a sanity roll from me, please? As you kind of walk over and look down grimly. Uh, a reminder of the past. 23 under. Ooh, nice. Told to remember it differently. <laughs> <laughs> was it actually Gonzo that killed No, it was me. I thought it, it was you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I kept missing, and then my last roll just was like, yeah, smash your head in. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What did you get, Ed? Oh, sorry, mate. I thought it was one of him. Um, 97 over. Oh, Oh. Okie dokie. I'll put my hands on my head and just like walk past like oh. It's all it's alright as he walks over. It's it's alright. She she attacked us. We um you know, we had to defend ourselves. Uh, and he's he's looking for the tomahawk. Ooh. Uh it's not there, I'm afraid. It's not there. Good memory. But I still have the shovel from last step. <laughs> I'll take that. I can I can see this in my it's one of those scenes where you you think about it and you can see it in your mind's eye, just like like a big bed of books and she's just like lying there and you, you come in and see her on the floor, it's great, love it. Do you want to carry on? Yes. I'd like to wipe the smile from her face. Oh wow, really going back to <laughs> finish the job there. I'll give her one last good kick. <laughs> no, I mean li- I mean literally Remove the smirk from my face. I don't mean, I don't mean like, what are you doing? He's like prodding her in the face as so she's imagine. not smiling. Sorry, now I can just imagine you going, boom! <laughs> just making sure. Gonzo, Gonzo, pass me my shovel. I'm not your caddy for murder weapons. Oh dear. I know she wasn't well liked, but Christ, <laughs> the woman's been dead for her. Oh dear! Oh dear! I mean, I'm strange. So, how are you going to make sure she's not not smiling? No, just manipulate her face and just try and yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. You can yeah, yeah you can do that yeah. if you if it bothers you that much. It does. I'm... Gonzo is becoming more and more concerned about your character. <laughs> well, well she, she she like got us partly into this. She she was like the first one of the first people who we came across who sort of accepted uh, the symbol and 
I mentioned the play and and threatened us and tried to defend the whole thing and um, well tried to kill us for one. I mean, so I this does he's... prove that if you, if you die in the night rooms, you die. And yeah, it's, it's definitely this woman's fault and not a natural forces beyond her recognition and <laughs> and her capacity to understand. But yeah, fuck it. Thank you for agreeing with me. Yeah. <laughs> That mutilated face. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad we can all agree. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, we are dear. the real villains in this. This is supposed to be quite an emotional bit. I was like, oh, bring back the corpse of the person they murdered. No. <laughs> oh, we didn't like her, though. That's the thing. Yeah, true. If it was Thomas right. Manuel and he was a burnt body, I'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, mate, if yeah, we found yeah. Parsip in here, absolutely would break down the end of the game. Yeah. That's it, it's too real then. Who? Parsnip, Tom Parsnip. Oh, if Parsnip was here. Yeah, yeah, Tommy P. I just, I couldn't, we'd have a listener riot on our hands, I couldn't do it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh. I know Thomas is doing, eh? Oh, don't you dare. Don't right. you dare. I'm oh, sure geez. all this, you know, I'm sure this doesn't touch his life. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I swear to God, if he's a dog soldier as well. <laughs> well, okay. Let's keep keeping on. Keep doing weird things while they be alone. So you carry on, it's getting darker and darker. You hear sounds of skittering, something far off, small rushing through the stacks of books. Okay, one more sanity roll for me, please. Oh, Jesus oh, fucking Christ. 66. Uh, over. Oh! 59! I thought I was bad. Jordan, hmm? with a critical fail, you panic. You know the way, but you are instantly panicked about what might be in this library with you. And you take off running. Did you hear that? It's that cat. I'll, I'll see you at the other end. And he. Ah! <laughs> They're Roger again! Gonzo? Ah, you're a liability in this place, I tell you. Um, he's just like gonna try and reach out his hand to grab him. Like, no! Uh, quietly, like, no! No! Um, as you run away. And he's just like gonna. You know, like when you're trying to run around really quietly, like a, almost like comedy level sneak. He's just gonna sneak <laughs> yeah. after you as fastly as possible. Sneak run. Yeah, just little rabbit hands chasing you. Carrying your cool. shovel, apparently. <laughs> where did you get the shovel? Um, there was a shovel by the uh, crack in the wall where the bottles were. Oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, won't be any good, mate. Um, so... <laughs> a flavour shovel. A flavour shovel. <laughs> you never know, do you? You never know. You might need to bury... Um, Gonzo. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I think I say burrow your way out of here. I was like, that's an option. <laughs> Start digging. Wipe that smirk off your face. <laughs> <laughs> I find him. Cool. Mutilating corpses again. Oh, great. Nero, char- Nero charges off in a blind panic. I'm not, not, not mostly blind, I guess. He knows where he's going. He just wants to get there as quickly as possible. Gonzo is, is tearing us after him. And you go up and down and uh, through a few more stacks. And then finally you see a door in the distance, Nero. Um, And it looks like a simple office door. But uh, a plaque on the door once read, Dr. Dallin, 
that has since been kind of like hastily scratched out and replaced with Dr. Friend written in gold ink. Mm. I knew it was going to be him. The moment he had that flipping PhD. And you turn around, Gonzo, as you're running after Nero and standing on top of one of the bookshelves is the same paper mache tiger you saw in Mike Pellerin's basement. And it's watching you. Is it chill? I mean, it's just, it's it's chill at the moment. Nice. Let's, um, let's just not move. Uh, no, you're, right. you're running towards the door. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you want to immediately case, stop? I'm going to keep running up to the point where I reach Nero's side. <laughs> yeah. Don't drag me into it. <laughs> Mother, you drag me fully into this situation. Motherfucker. I'll, I'll, I'll reach you back. What are you doing? Jeez, you know what's in here? Nero? Uh, I just assume those. It, Wild said about that that cat. I didn't want to. I thought it was it was after us. Uh, I found the door. Well, we knew where the door was anyway. You blimmin' idiot! I'm just gonna um, wipe some sweat from my brow and pant to catch my breath. Does the paper tiger jumps down from the bookshelf and starts loping towards you? <gasps> like a friendly um, lope? <laughs> oh like he wants to be petted? Christ! Gonzo! <laughs> Gonzo! <laughs> That gold, maybe the gold was a, a way to appease it. It's maybe. running towards you. I've got to throw the gold in. Oh, I Turn. open up the door. It opens open its door. mouth. Go through the door. <laughs> Take this tiny rabbit. <laughs> you open the door. No, Nero goes through the door and locks the door behind him. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't. He, doesn't. He, dra- he, he grabs Gonzo as he, pat- as he doesn't respond and pulls him through the door, shuts just... the door behind him. I wanted to throw my tiny rabbit at this cat. <laughs> you need the twenty pounds that that's worth. You know, you, you know, <laughs> fair, that's a fair chunk of change. That's a good couple, isn't it? I don't know if I'm more scared of Doctor Friend or the tiger. Well, you enter into this room, um, and it looks much the same as Doctor Dallin's office in during the daytime, uh, apart from. There's a red steel pressurised door in the wall next to the window that is not there during the day. The bookshelf is still there. Shelves are filled with books. Some you recognise from just from glancing at the spines. Some you don't. Uh, and they form a strange pattern of colours. And a moment of two of consideration of the bookshelves resolves the pattern as the yellow sign. Oh. There's still the rock collection in a little cabinet sitting in one corner. And as I said, this is um, there is a, a window here, one of the only windows you've seen. Ooh. Nero saunters over. Ooh, saunters. Tries to open it to grab some air. Stop doing mad things in this place. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you can't. It has no openings. It, there's no like handles to open the windows. Okay, so uh, he just looks out then. Cool. Um, what's your alertness, Jordan? Uh, I think it's just standard twenty. Okay, when you make a roll, oh, plus twenty six. Twenty six. No. Make a roll. Agents with agents with with alertness at thirty percent or better. Oh, <laughs> make a roll. Right. At, make a roll at a plus twenty. Sixty three over. Sixty three over. Okay. The looking out, there's there's faint lights out in the distance, 
Does it? Is it? Is it black? But it's there's faint lights in the distance. Or does it look yeah. like? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Shame. Next, next time, roll better. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's play Delta Green tagline. Roll better. <laughs> roll better. <laughs> can you? Can you see that in the distance? Some faint light, lights. I'm gonna come over. I'm, I'm just gonna like scold you. I'm like, stop doing dumb shit. Okay. Handle your shit in this place. <laughs> but then I, I will look out of the window because I, having heard that you need 30 plus, have 30 <laughs> on the money. So. <laughs> this feels a bit meta. But, um, okay. There, you look and you squint your eyes. Obviously, your eyes are probably a little bit better than, than Nero's because he's an old man. There's occasional blooms of distant light. It's like artillery shells falling. Mm. And three in the in the far off in the distance, there's three orange flickering lights hover far above all others. Interesting. Okay, I'll describe that to to Nero. That book it said about the a war and a siege going on, and uh, we're here, aren't we? And over there is is Carcosa. We're on the periphery, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, but it looks like it's a it's across the Great Lake, and uh, I just need boats around. So let's just get this watch and get out of here. This pressurized red door, without looking at it, would I just assume? Like I'm assuming, and I haven't got much intelligence. I rather like that is some sort of torture device based on what has been said about Doctor Friend. Oh no, it's it's a door. Oh, it's an old door. Yeah. Okay. Um, just big. Just uh, a big I'm, door. I'm just going to slowly turn my head to look at you, like, don't. <laughs> don't you, yeah. Let's North, get the North, watch. Right. Get out of here. Let's find this watch. Um, it's gold watch. Uh, yeah, search. Um, but start in the drawers of the desk because it would make sense to. Yeah, it's where, it's where I said it was, right? Yeah, you look, you look in the desk drawers and it's there. You find it immediately. It appears to be a man's Belova classic watch. But the watch face reads along the shot instead of 1 to 12. The back engraving reads... What does that say? The cloud waves... I thought it said the cloud waves break something. <laughs> the twins, you. Twins, Sue. The twins, Sue? The cloud waves break. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? All the, the most simple puzzles like anagrams and stuff. All for that. Oh, hold on. I'll give this puzzle to my four-year-old niece. And she's like, uh, Uncle Jordan, <laughs> it's this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The cloud waves break. The twins you. I mean, there's not much mystery behind this, to be honest with you. It's the last bit that I can't get. Yeah, the last bit is still to me in. Unless there's a letter missing, but I don't think there is. Along the shore, the cloud waves break. The oh yeah, that's it. It's missing the e from along the shore. Um, so we go straight to this. Then the oh my god, why are we struggling so much? (laughs) Well, no, well, you know that it's from, you know that it's from the play. This is this is a line from the play. Along the shore, the cloud waves break. Then what? <laughs> Who's, whose watch might this be? Oh, it's a name. No, it's not a name. Oh, it's not a name. Um, whose watch might it be? Um, along the shore. 
cloud wave break. It's not a regular watch though, is it, with that with that face along the shore? Why why would it have been changed from the one to twelve? Or you know, the twelve to eleven, you know, whatever. To along the shore. And then the back of the watch, the engraving on the back, being the cloud waves break. I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. I was like, I don't, don't understand why this is so hard. Don't worry. Okay. I'll come to you. You'll come to you. <laughs> I just won't. don't want to. I, I don't want to just tell you. No, you know it's I mean? fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's approach it with some rolls. Okay. So I think. Is there anything? Okay. Well, you can do. You can do. You can do an int times five. At a minus twenty percent. Okay. So you take take twenty from your roll. Because yeah, for oh, being a Yeah, twenty six under. Oof. Is, is that still adding twenty though? That is. No, that's taking away twenty from my times five. Yeah, I have one under. One under. One under. You rolled a one. I rolled a one. Fuck. Okay. Me. Michael Whitware told you that they found a file that infects other things and when you were in the boxer hotel room you found the Dusami Buo file right and you also found a bible and as you were looking at the bible Gonzo halfway down the page it like turned into an intelligence report like yeah, the, 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 yeah so this watch has also been infected by the Dusami Buo file that seems to infect or bleed into other things so this is one of the agents' watches. This is gonna be Whitworth's watch. That, that much or... you can deduce now. At least Nira does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. Along the shore, the cloud waves break. The twin sun. Well, it doesn't. It's the twin SU. The twin suns. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a bit from the play. Oh. Along the shore, the cloud waves break. Twi- I think the twin sun set. The shadows lengthen in Carcosa. I believe is the full phrase. We're going to get back to our holiday inn and it's the Gideon's Bible is going to be infected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dangerous piece of work. Oof. We need to so destroy we... this file post-haste. You found the watch. but you, you, Yeah, yeah, you found the watch. Yeah. I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to. Oof. N- you, nice you've been generous enough, thank well. you. <laughs> right, so yeah, I imagine we sort of spend 10 minutes trying to work that out and then the eureka <laughs> moment, browse and... yeah, yeah eureka moment happens and we're like the book let's uh get the fuck out of here can, can i the cut we can't can we go that way we better crack open the door and see if it's still prowling unless and he points to the red door what you're saying gonzo we're not going through the red door. Let's, let's have a look for the cat first. Go on, then. <sighs> Cra- you cracking me- open that door? Yeah, holding tight to my shovel. <laughs> you crack open the door, peek through, and it just looks like a hallway of the Dorchester. Oh. It's not the library. Does, does it smell... Weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just normal. No, I mean it's 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 still the Dorchester at night, but it's oh, okay, it's not yeah. a library, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I'm just gonna pull the door all the way open and turn around and show you, essentially. Well, that was easy enough. Um, and then the paper tiger pounces on you. <laughs> oh, ah, I got you. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw open the door and it's just yeah, a normal hallway. Well, normal as it can be at the moment. Nice. Right. We better get back to Wild and looking out for this doctor friend. We um, we better not be seen clo- too close to his office. I mean, um, is there a place that we could hide the watch on us? Um, not particularly. Um, put it in your prison you do... pocket. <laughs> yeah, unless you do. Uh... Can I put it on my ankle? Pulp Fiction. You, <laughs> your dad shoved the watch up his ass, and <laughs> the watch <laughs> up his ass for six years in, in Vietnam. Um, you can put it on your ankle, sure, but uh, yeah. it's your gown doesn't go that far. Put I'm it on your socks. Put it on your tackle. Wrap around your balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dorchester famously has crotchless trousers. <laughs> I mean, your ankles are out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you seen hospital gowns? They, uh, yeah. they, they're quite revealing. In which case, yeah, he wears it like a cock ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God. This is a family show. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's taking a bit of a turn, isn't it? Oh. Um, cool. Gonzo, Gonzo, don't judge me. Don't. <laughs> I'm just going to watch you half disgusted, half impressed. Like, I am not touching that after this. Like, you, you are dealing with that watch now. <laughs> No, give me the rabbit. <laughs> um, okay, are you leaving the office? Yes, yeah, yeah. We're going to try and okay. find our way back to Wild. Yeah, you, you yeah. leave the office, and about 10 steps down the hallway, Mr. Wild is leaning against the wall. Beautiful. Nonchalantly. How you doing? Uh, all the better for seeing you. We, uh, we got what you wanted. I think it's time you showed us how to get out of this place. Well, I, I can take you to bail if you've got the watch. Uh, yeah, and um, Nero puts his hand down his uh, <coughs> his uh, hospital gown and like unclasps it. Goes, Ooh! Produces it. And um, it pinches. There you go. I'm glad that that happened for the all of the 30 seconds that you had it wrapped around your yeah. balls. That's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest thing that's happened on this podcast. And that's fucking saying something. Right. <laughs> There's the cover up. That's, that's the cover up right there. <laughs> that is thinking laterally, guys. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Mr. Mr. Wild says, okay, gingerly kind of takes it in, pinch, in the pinch grip, you know, with one finger in his thumb. He goes, oh, great. Thanks, sir. Come on, then, I'll show you the bail. And we'll pick it up there next time. Oh. <laughs> I think that's best. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Deary me. Jesus. I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you wrapped it. <laughs> you mad bastard. Things I do for this podcast. Eh? Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. <laughs>